Blog Talk Radio. Gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How y'all doing out there this afternoon? Hope everybody's having a wonderful, wonderful day. It's Monday, Cyber Monday. For those out there trying to spend a little money, good luck to you. I can't help you because I don't have any. (laughs) All right, but anyway, don't spend it all in one place. Oh, man, What what I'm talking about, what I'm talking about. All right, y'all, we got a great show planned for you today. Uh, co-host P. Ross will be here with us shortly. But until that time, you got me, Mr. Talk, in the house, and uh, we have an outstanding show planned for you. That we do. Uh, we're going to talk about a couple of shootings, uh, a guy going over to a forbidden island and probably being killed, murdered, whatever you want to say. Some say that's his own fault. Some say, well, they can do something about it. But in all probability, no, they can't. The authorities can't really do anything about it because this is an island the guy shouldn't have been on anyway. But anyway, we'll get to that in a little while. But uh, let's see. Then we, like I said, a couple of shootings, one in Alabama, one in Chicago. Uh, then we're going to talk to you a little bit how about how Stories on the internet become lies, but they're made, they're written up for you to believe. And that's where it's all an illusion comes in at. Uh, yeah, then we're going to talk about um, an incident down in Oregon between a FedEx driver and a citizen. 
Yeah, we got a little talk about that too. Um, and a few other things dealing with immigration and just roundabout talking, talking, having fun type of situation. So we do encourage you to call in with your points of view. We look forward to hearing from you, and we want to hear from you. That we do. So let me tell you how you can be a part of the show today. All you have to do is first call us at 347-838-8622. Once again, that's 347-838-8622. Uh, you know, you, if you're working on the minutes plan, it's going to work against your minutes. Don't email me and say I owe you any money because I'm not going to pay it, okay? I'm telling you ahead of time, okay? I do apologize. You may have to catch it archived, but that's just the way it is. Um, you can also join us in our chat room, which is open at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. And the chat room is open, so we can have a conversation there if you come in under a username. Now, if you just come in under a guest, well, the only thing you can do is read what's being placed in the chat room. That's all I can, I can do for you, okay? But I prefer you use a username. That way we can have a conversation and, uh, during the show as well. Another way is you can email me at ericletts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com before the show, during the show, after the show, any way you want to do it. You can talk to me. Email me. You have any ideas, any topics you want to bring in, hey, let's do the thing because that's what we do here. <laughs> that's right. That's what we do here. Um, and other than that, that's, that's, that's how you can be a part of the show. And as I mentioned before, we want you to be a part of the show. Of course, that's why it's called Let's Talk. We can have this con we can have a conversation. And conversations are great. I don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to agree with the co host. However, that's not saying that you may not bring up a good point or I may not have a good point here and there. Or yeah, you see what I'm where I'm going at. It's not one of those confrontational type of shows where you have to just make me believe what you're saying. I have to make you believe what I'm saying. It's not like that. Because that's not a conversation. That's confrontation. And we're not doing that. All right? <laughs> Even though some of y'all try. I have to admit, some of y'all, y'all give it a good shot. But that's not what we do here. Okay? We like having conversations and bringing up different and listening to different points of view and, and ideas. Because knowledge is power, baby. Yeah. And also, we're just trying to, to help you understand that everything that you see is not real. Yeah, it's not real. A lot of the sheep will believe it is, but we're trying to get you out of that. Yeah, we, we're trying to get you out of that. But then sometimes some of you are just a little harder than others. But it's okay. It's all right. We're not going to turn, turn away from you. We're not going to turn away from you. Okay? Now, with that being said, welcome to the show. We have a, a song of the day. We have our black history person for you today. And a lot of other little things that we throw in throughout the show. Sometimes I don't even know what we're going to do. I just let it flow. And sometimes it's good just to let things flow. You know what I mean? Flowing is good. Good, good, good. 
I may not say that too loud. Somebody may get that to take that the wrong way. But anyway, <clears throat> anyway, without all that, y'all y'all done heard enough of me. You know what I mean? So without further ado, let me go ahead and bring the logical one of the show in. That's what I call her, the logical one, because, yeah, she cleans up what I say that's not politically correct a lot of times. And y'all know I me, mean, I'm not really trying to worry about that. I'm really not. But anyway, without further ado, here's the co-host, the one, the only, P. Ross in the house. P. Ross, what's going on? How are you doing? Where you at? What you doing? Talk to me. <laughs> I'm doing good. Hello, everybody. It's good to be back. Been busy, been working. Hey, but I'm back now. Yeah. Yeah, that you are. <laughs> so, where you been? What you been doing? And what you think about the show we got planned for today? Um, today's show is going to be great. It's going to be really uh, informative. We got a diversity of of, of subjects to, to talk about. Um, and, and and I was looking at the videos um, that you posted on on the page with, about the um, the island, the Centralese, the you know. And one of the questions that the guy asked was, "Should we, you know, just leave these people alone?" Well, yeah, I think you should just leave them alone. I mean, they're doing well. Um, and and y'all said they've been there sixty thousand years. So hey, if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Leave them folks alone. They already let you know in no unknown circumstances that you're not welcome. Duh. It doesn't take rocket scientists, you know, to understand that. Mm hmm. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll be we'll be getting in, 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 into that as well. Yeah, that we will. You know, the interesting thing about that week is we can hit it real quick. I mean, you know. Just skim the top real fast. And, you know, when you, when you think about it, what you have to think about is the beginning, when when um, the Europeans begin and the Spanish and all those French begin to explore and, and land and, and, you know, uh, land in certain parts of the world and what they found and, you know, what could have been or what, has, what happened. You know, now you have this island out there that's basically – still living in those times, and you're like, uh, man, just what if, you know? We could be running around still with no clothes on, throwing spears and stuff. So, I mean, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing to, to, to take a look at and to talk about because I don't think 99% of, of the population over the whole world even knew this island existed or even there was a tribe like that that was still out there. So. It'd be an interesting discussion, I, I'm sure. I am yeah, sure. Definitely that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, that's just one of the great topics we're going to talk about. You know, okay, before I go any further, because, see, I'm about to get started. And I know once I get started, I've been through everything out of way. So, <laughs> I don't know. I was listening to to my friend Lush Limbaugh, you know, earlier today, and I have to say something. I, I just have to say some things because it, it's amazing. It is just an amazing how 
the simplest things and twist it to make it say something totally different. And, and the people that call in to, to, to talk about it is are scary. They're scary because uh, they fall for a hook, line, and sinker like no ability to think for themselves. Hmm. No ability whatsoever to think for themselves. But anyway, I won't get started into that yet. All right, it's time. It's that time, y'all. <laughs> Stop shaking your head, Pete. I know what you said. There he go. Nope, I, I, I'm finna play a song of the day. Nah, now nah, I'm, I'm following. I'm following the schedule right now. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Oh, so here it goes. Song of the day. I had a couple of other songs planned, but y'all know me. Y'all, y'all know how I am. Sometimes I just get hit with a, with just. Something that says, nah, you need to play that song today. Let's play something that's going to make people upbeat a little bit. And I found this, the, the, one of the best songs I could do that with. Here's my nephew, Mr. Jameson Ross, and call me. Y'all let's have some fun Feeling when she calls 
triggers that begin to scan. Rolling down the street cause we sound like a thunder clash. Got enough ammo? This is first team. Never break contact, best believe me. No time for feelings, no second guessing. If I let them fly, I'll ask God later to forgive me. Just like a pale rider in a five fight. We about to bring it with all the brave stars and stripes. Have a username, 
then we can have a conversation in the chat room as well as on the line. Okay, so those are all the ways you can participate in the show. And as always, we do encourage you to call in, you know, uh, press number one if you want to have a comment, leave a comment, or make a comment, I should say, and we'd be more than happy to oblige you. Okay, so with all that being said, it's that time of the day so we can get the black history moment out of the way. I'm getting ready to call me. Do, 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 do. My boots laced up. <laughs> Here I go. Here I go. Y'all know nothing about that. All right. Anyway, I got to get crook out there. Come on. Get with me today. All right. So, without further ado, I think she ready. I think I hear I hear her messing with some papers. So, without further ado, it is the time, y'all, for the black. All right, all right, all right. Today we have a young entrepreneur, uh, and she is a current entrepreneur. She is only 12 years old. She actually started her business at nine years old. Her name is Michaela Almer. She is the founder of Be Sweet Lemonade. That's right, Be Sweet Lemonade. Um, she got her start by her grandmother um, because she got Stung by a bee, and instead of being afraid of the bee, she decided to do something about it. So she was having a competition at school for the Action Children's Business Fair, and she didn't know what she wanted to do. So she thought about it for a while. She got one of her grandmother's old lemonade recipes that included flaxseed in it, and that was her project, and she won. She then went on Shark Tank to start her business, and she was able to win that with an investment from Damon John, who invested $60,000 for a 25% stake in the beverage company, who is still working closely with her as her mentor. Currently, her tea can be found in multiple Whole Foods stores and other grocers. Whole Foods groceries. Um, a certain portion of her lemonade proceeds is going to go back to save honeybees. So that's her philanthropic output on that, to save the honeybees. Because, you know, at one point in time, there was a very low numbers of honeybee farms. They didn't know what happened to the bees. They kind of just appeared. So in her recipe, instead of using sugar, she uses Honey and flaxseed. Not only does she have um, not only does she have her lemonade, but she also has a tea. She has a tea that that is called lemonade. Me and the bees lemonade with iced tea. She has lemonade with ginger. She has lemonade original mint as well as Me and the Bees Lemonade with Prickly Pear. Again, her name is Michaela Palmer. She started her business at nine years old. She is now 12 years old and is doing great. You can find her product in the following stores. You can find it in Whole Foods Market, Jelson's, Wegmans, and All Natural Groceries. Look her up online. And, y'all, Support her. 
this is an African-American entrepreneur at a young age. So y'all go out, product, even if you just sample them. Just sample all of them until you find one that you like. I guarantee you're going to enjoy it. That's our Black History Moment of the Day. All right, all right, all right. Telling them what they can't do or 
Well, I don't think that's going to work. Or that's not a good idea. Or better yet, why don't you just learn how to play football or basketball? Yeah. Yeah. Not realizing that the percentage of success in those two sports are very, very low. You know, everybody wants their kid to be the next LeBron or, uh, or Todd Gurley or Peyton Manning or whoever else out there. Yeah. But anyway, so good job, Michaela. Parents, that's just a little message to you, okay? Hey, take it if you want to. You don't have to. I'm just putting it there. Okay, so. Oh, it's right here in front of me. I'm looking for my notes, and I'm, I'm looking over it. All right, so moving on. Let's let's get the movies here. You know, <laughs> before I go any further, hey, anything you want to say before we roll? I, I roll to the next topic. You know, because I know you. Well, you may have said it all, but go on and add a little bit more if you want to. Welcome to seventy one. I see you. Huh? No, we can move on to the next topic. Move on to the next topic. <laughs> okay. All right. So our next topic, we're gonna to be talking about uh, uh something that takes <laughs> us back to the beginning of, of 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 the beginning of discovery, I guess you could say. We're gonna talk a little bit about this island out there. Uh, oh the North Sentinel Island in the Bay of Bingo Bing Bingo Bing Bingo. Yeah, bingo. <laughs> you know, um, where this missionary decided he was going to go out um, and spread Christianity to this tribe, Sentinese people that haven't been, uh, that nobody has been communicating with in years, in years since 1991 at least, okay? Um, and, well, he went to this island, okay? This island is off limit, okay? It's out there. India is the country, you know, that, that's, that's over him, a part of India. And, um, yeah, you know, these, these people, these Sintanese, they believe in total isolation, total. And, and the, Indian, the Indian government has actually established a three-mile exclusion zone around this island, Okay. Well, and these people or outsiders are forbidden, and they will kill them, i.e., this story we talk about right here. Um, and there has been other incidents as well. Um, now, you know, this guy, he said he wanted to go out and spread Christianity to these people. He wanted to introduce Christianity to the natives. Now, I'm going to say it like that because it sounds real familiar, doesn't it? It sounds it sounds just like uh, uh, the missionaries that went over into Africa. Uh, 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 oh, I'm trying to say this in a politically correct way, but screw that. When they went and stole our people and brought them back over here, okay, that's how it started. They, they wanted to teach Christianity. They wanted to show us their God, I shouldn't say their God, but at the time, that's who they thought it was, it was their God, and we weren't, we were not, we were not, Africans were not at that time practicing Christianity, all right, now, I can't tell you what they were practicing, but, you know, it wasn't Christianity, more than likely, but who's to say, 
Who's to say? Maybe they did it in their own different language. But anyway, let me digress. That's a whole different story. 26-year-old American missionary was killed last week as he tried to spread Christianity to North Sentinel, a forbidden island in the Andaman Sea with a long history of repelling outsiders. Okay? Um, <laughs> oh, man, this is crazy. Uh, basically what happened was he went over on an island these people, anytime they see anything coming close to the island, they come out of the, it's dense with, with forests. I mean, just dense. You really can't see on the island because of the, the trees and things. Even if a helicopter fly over, that's all you see. And there's photos of these individuals actually shooting arrows and things at the helicopter. So if anybody got any cl close, anywhere where they can reach you, you know, from the island, they were going to get you, all right? And this is what happened to this 26-year-old guy. Um, it's interesting because right now, they don't even know if they can recover this guy's body. Once they find it, because they don't know where it is, they think it's buried in a shallow grave, as the Sentinese have done other um, individuals they have killed, uh, caught coming to their, their island, to their island. Um you know, it, it, it's, it's crazy, but it's not so crazy. Because personally, I didn't even know these, this island is this. Let alone talk about people or tribe out there, and they don't wear any clothes. They're butt naked. They're butt naked. Yes, they are butt naked. B-U-T-N-A-K-E-D. B-U-T-T. -T. I'm sorry. That's what I said. Um, now, instead of um, retrieving Mr. Chu's body, or determining where it is, the police officers, after sketching out the crime scene, they just left. They just left because they know they can't go on the island either because they, they're scared the same thing is going to happen to them. Now, some background. North Central Island is home to one of the least undiluted hunter and gatherer societies, a rugged Manhattan-sized island where a few dozen people live trapped in time. See, now listen to this. Where few people live trapped in time and total isolation. Now, let's talk about this. They're trapped in time. Are they trapped in time, or are they living the way we were supposed to live? Think about that. I know P got some things on that, but anyway. So, and in total isolation. For decades, India has kept North Central in a museum case, and they feel that this, this missionary's death may have shattered that, that glass there. Indian law says North Central's culture is so precious and unique that its people should be left totally alone, and no outsiders are allowed there. It also says that murderers should be punished. That is the bind police officers are facing. Well, if they big and bad, go out there and get them then. I'm sure they'll be found the same way they found this, this guy's body. Okay? Um, last week, a group of fishermen reported seeing Mr. Chu's body buried on the beach. Apparently, after um, they shot him with bows and arrows, yeah, that's all they use—bows, arrows, and these these um, 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 axe-like things. I I don't know what they are, but yeah. Um, and I'm just skimming through here. Now, this guy left a letter, and he said in his last letter, Mr. Chu was clear about what he wanted done in case he died. Don't retrieve my body, he wrote, underlining it. 
This is not a pointless thing. The eternal lives of this tribe is at hand. Isn't that isn't that quite um oh what can I say? Um um ambitious of him to think that his death will actually cause the change for these folk to live to better and be saved? Really? No. These people are doing fine just out there in the island all by themselves. You know, they they don't have any, uh, uh, from what we know, no diseases out there killing them. You know, they're living off the land. Even when tsunamis hit, tsunamis hit the area, the government was worried that the tsunamis would wash them away. But they came back to find those people had survived. They moved to high ground before the tsunami hit. What does that tell you? Uh, what does that tell you? There may be something to living off the land, right? Right. But anyway, anyway, um, this is what happened to Mr. Child. But I'm going to turn it over to my co-host because she has a whole lot more to say about this than I do. I say if they're living out there, they're happy, leave them the heck alone, period. They're not bothering anyone. They don't want to be bothered. They don't. They don't, they don't want to be bothered. They, they're living just the way they want to. You know, they don't have to worry about hiding how they look or they walk around butt naked. You know, the men and the women. You know, they protect their own, as you can see. And they get along just fine. So who who are the quote-unquote civilized individuals to go out there and, and, and change what they're doing and make them think what they're doing is wrong? Well, who is that? We aren't they. We are not they. So leave those folk alone. Go ahead, P. You got the floor. Talk to me, Curly. Talk to me. Clean up what I just messed up. Go ahead. Okay. Um. I got to This it. is this, this island. This island that that we're talking about in the Andaman Islands, which is which is governed and protected, um, by the by India, and. You know, it, it, they say it's about as large as Manhattan. They're saying that maybe only 15 Sinhalese could be living on the island. That's what they can count, according to their census estimates from 2011. But that they don't know. They don't know how many people are in there. They have done numerous, um, um, numerous expeditions there. Um, the last one being um, back in the 1990s, they even had an incident where a man named was Portman. He went over and, and they went in and they found a grandmother and four small children and they, they kidnapped, you know, to get the people to understand that, you know, they were just trying to be friendly. Imagine that. They kidnap you, take you away from where you live at, where you're accustomed to. So they kidnapped the, the grandparents and the four small children and took them back to their boat. Well, because these people have been isolated for, as they say, roughly 60,000 years with no other outside inhabitants because of their germs and their diseases and, 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 and the lack of their immune system to these new people, the grandparents got sick and died. The kids got sick too, so they decided, hey, we better take them back, which is what they did. They took them back. So they tried to keep coming, but, you know, you can kill our grandparents. Do you really think it's smart that you should keep coming here? So this is why they, 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 they 
they have the view and, and how why they are so antagonistic because of outside people. You know, you you bring it in, you bring it in this stuff that we don't need. Neither do we want because we're surviving in and of ourselves. We've been here all this time, so why do we need you here? Another thing is this is the north side of the Sentinelese Island. There is another side where tourism is allowed, and um, they bring in boats, and now they got, you know, glass boats with, with bulletproof glass and all of this so they can come and actually you know, taxi the people by the island to see the people as as if this is, you know, a petting zoo or something. Come and see uh, the natives or whatever, you know. And and there's another people there called the Jarara. And they have rescinded those people and they're part of the tour too. And they have become sick, you know, because they welcomed these people in and they tried to get the Jarara and the Sentinelese people together, but years and years ago, and they could not understand each other's language. So that didn't work out. So they, everything that they have tried, you know, have run up against a brick wall. Maybe somebody's trying to tell y'all something. Leave those people alone. You know, and even the, even the anthropologists, you know, have said, maybe it's best we leave those people alone because, you know, we know from our history that once we come into a purified nation of folks who haven't, you know, so-called been civilized, um, we bring diseases and the whole population dies out because they're they're only used to their people, not to anyone else. So when you come in with your diseases and, 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 and you kill a whole nation of people, you know, with, with flu, or other, you know, diseases and stuff that these people don't have, have not had any any contact with, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's only in hindsight where you say, well, maybe it's best if we leave them alone. So that was why they instilled the three, the three mile, you know, where nobody goes in with three miles of the island. But then you had these people, like Mr. Shaw, mm-hmm who said uh-huh. that, hey, these people need Jesus. Apparently, whatever God they're serving, Jesus, Jehovah, whoever, Baal, whoever, apparently he's providing for them because they've been there 60,000 years without your help. Who told you to be captain, save a person to everybody? <laughs> Leave folks alone. They went through, they went through a tsunami. And they're still there. While on the other end, your people got totally wiped away, and you're supposed to be a civilized nation. Oh, so what does that say for you? See, Mm. we just can't, you know, some folks just cannot leave well enough alone because their ideology is that, hey, you need to put some clothes on. Well, you're, you. They're accustomed to their own people, and if they good being naked, then what does that have to do with you? Because you want to cover up your nakedness. That has nothing to do with yeah. their beliefs and how they're living. That's right. There's nothing wrong with walking around naked. Own. If you want to wear clothes, okay, don't, don't try to force your beliefs 
on a people who've been successful for this long without your interference. And you know from mm-hmm. past experience, from past history, that when you come in, you destroy. You bring nothing but destruction. These people are of a pure tribe, of a pure race. They're still living. They're still procreating. They're still happy. So why not take a note and just leave them alone? Yeah. Why is it just so hard to do that? Think that you got to just, it'll be better. No. They're good where they are. They're good where they are. They don't need your Western, you know, influences in their life. And if the creator saw, saw fit that, that they're provided for, that they're cared for, that they're still living, then why should you try to impose upon them your beliefs? Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I I I do agree with you one hundred percent. Even though I thought you was gonna say don't be a uh, captain save a hoe. I don't know why y'all thought you was gonna say that, but I'm glad you didn't. But yeah, I wasn't gonna you know, say that. I know you. Even wasn't. though you just saying. said, but you just said it. You know what? You be trying to get one in. <laughs> I know nothing that you speak of. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so check this out, y'all. You know, it, it, it's interesting. It's the reason why the Indian government is trying to, it's twofold. It's to protect the outsiders and to protect those that live on the island. Simple. Yeah. You know, of course, you know, there's always one or two that want to disobedient and be disobedient and try and go there. And you see what happens. They end up losing their lives. So oh, take this as a lesson. Yeah, I mean, take take this as a lesson. Everyone doesn't need saving. This is that is a good lesson. Everyone doesn't need saving just because you may think so. Okay. So I'm just saying. All right. So that what happened to that one. All right. So Pete, tell us about the guy, the FedEx driver. Because I know you, you've been trying to get me to talk about this one for a couple of weeks now. So tell us about the, the, the punch that will go unpunished. Talk to me, Ms. Talk to me. Well, it was this guy. <clears throat> um, excuse me, hold on. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So this guy was on his route, and he encountered um, this 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 man who was upset because of where he parked. I believe it was where he parked, and the guy was was calling him all kind of racist names, and and this was in 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 or in Oregon, in in the Multnomah County. Uh, district and and the guy was just like you know okay he was gonna go on but the man kept shouting racial slurs at him and um you know this was in as i said portland oregon and he was mad because he told the man hey you're driving too fast 
blow your butt down. You know, and he started calling him all kinds of names. So he stopped this truck. He tried to reason with the man. His name was Joseph Magnuson. You know, he just tried to reason, listen, I'm tired, and, you know, I just simply need to, you know, I'm just trying to get finished so I can go home. Well, the man kept on calling him names, kept on calling him racial racial slurs. Slurs. And the man swung at him. Mr. Warren swung back. One punch knocked him down. The man died. So prosecutors determined, you know, the the prosecutors determined that he didn't intend to kill the man, and he acted in self-defense throughout the incident. And this happened on September 26th. So there was no charges brought against him. It was sad that, that he lost his life, you know, um, but they said that the overall determination um, from the coroner was that Mr. McNeilson's loss of life from the auto incident was precipitated by extraordinarily poor well-being. In other words, poor well health. This is what the medical expert concluded. And the punch itself was not deadly. That's right. In other words, he just knocked him out. They, they further they further went on to say that Mr. Warren was inside his authorized proper to problem Mr. Magnuson stated Warren's determination to confront Mr. Magnuson relatively than ignore him was not legally vital. And, 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 and Oregon see, what, what? And that Oregon Oregon legislation doesn't carry an obligation to retreat provisions that would have required a warrant to fairly take away himself from hazard. So his actions, as reported by all three witnesses and Mr. Warren, gave rise to an affordable perception on Mr. Warren's half that a restricted use of pressure was crucial to forestall harm to himself. So see, we didn't. You, in other words, you don't know what the, what what the Magnuson guy was going to do. We didn't know what he was going to do, and the man had a right to protect himself. He didn't have to stand there and take that, and he decided that he didn't. So he didn't. And when Magnuson swung on, he swung back, connected, and unfortunately, the man lost his life. Yep. But he didn't lose his life from the punch, as 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 P said. That wasn't the cause. The yeah. cause was the man was in poor health. And come to find yeah. out, the guy was actually living in his van in a park down the road somewhere, you know. But what I, I want you to also understand is what happened. Um, what happened was, well, let me go back. My mind got jumped a little bit. Okay, the FedEx driver. As the, the the officer said, was not required to retreat, and this is uh-uh. an important part of why he wasn't charged. And we've spoken about this this specific piece right there, not um, being didn't have to retreat because that is part a part of the standalone law in the state of Florida, in the state of Texas. Uh-huh. That's one of the most important parts of the standalone standalone 
Stand your ground. The ability to retreat. Yeah, stand your ground. That is it. Stand your ground. No. You are not you are not required to retreat, which means you are you can't defend yourself. You can't defend yourself. Now, this guy called him uh, effing in N word, okay? And other things. That's that's what it was called. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, and some other things. And even his own friend, one of his own friend testified that he initiated everything. He actually swung at swung at the FedEx driver. Now right. could the FedEx driver have kept going, kept driving and ignored it? Yeah. But we know in this time of age with um the 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 the, the climate emergence the emergence and uh, the climate of society today, he's just not taking that anymore. You know, and if you're calling out your name, I don't care who you are, you have a right to defend yourself now. You do. Okay, in this case, the, the um, Oregon, the police department says, the prosecutor says the FedEx guy is not going to be prosecuted. Okay, so he won't be prosecuted. That's fine. But just let this be a lesson. You know, sometimes uh, 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 walking away is better than, you know, standing there and going blow to blow with somebody. Now, for you hotheads out there that just want to challenge these people that's that delivering these packages and you just want to get beside yourself and start yelling names, consider the circumstance. Consider the circumstance. This is not the 60s, the 50s, uh, you know, not even the early 70s. You know, and I say it on the show all the time. You go out there throwing left and right. Don't 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 be surprised when you get blows thrown back at you. All right. So, be aware of what you're doing and what you're saying. You know, those folk out there driving them trucks, they're putting in some long hours right now, and they're tired. They're tired. You know, and, and a lot of times he probably had had enough. Out there sweating or in the cold, lifting all them packages. You know, ordered over Amazon and eBay and wherever else you done spent your money at. And he got to bring them to you, and you gonna just talk to him any kind of way? No, no, don't do that. Just like you want your respect, give him his. Could the guy, Mister Magnuson, approach him in a better and a more civilized way? Of course, he could have. And I'm sure things wouldn't have escalated to the point where they did. So make sure you understand that. Consider that. No, if 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 you just got to, you just feel like you just want to explode, take your butt in the house somewhere. You know, go on your back porch and go in your backyard, fire a couple rounds into the dirt mound or whatever it is you're gonna shoot into, and be good with that. All right. But leave these folk alone. You know, because, and, and what we have to understand, and yes, I'm saying we as a society have to understand, today's climate is so racially charged, so racially, between social media, 45 in office, the news media, and, and just those idiots just running around just for the heck of it, you know, you have to be careful. You have to be careful. All right? So 
That's what we got to say about that. Uh, yeah. And, and just be careful. You know, just be careful. Because you know, everybody's not going to take your abuse. And just like, you you know, you, you're you not going to take everybody else's abuse, you know, don't be trying to give it. All right? <laughs> because, you know, I, I love each and every one of you, and I hate to be here about you later on somewhere on, on the talk show. You know, so-and-so got knocked out and he died. And come find out you was the one who initiated started talking that noise. You know, and if common sense tell you, you know, and, he, it, and here's another thing. Here's another thing. If you've been doing that 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 <clears throat> joy juice or that liquid courage, keep your butt in the house for real, okay? Keep your butt in the house because you know you can't fight without it. Don't think you're going to get all super bad and, and Jackie Chan with it, Okay? It's not going to happen like that. It's not going to happen like that. You know, yeah, the, the worst thing may be you, 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 you end up getting your butt beat and you be embarrassed in front of your family and friends, okay? That may be the worst thing that happens. At least that can happen. But the worst thing, hey, you've you, you gone to the spirit land. That's never a good thing. But I ain't going to say it's never a good thing, but, you know, you don't want to do it if it's not your time. Well, I, my theory is it's always your time when you die. But y'all understand what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. I'm beginning to sound like Donald Trump, Trump, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see what else. We got a couple other things. See, we got a call on the line. You think we should take them in or we should go ahead and start talking about these shootings? Uh, what you well, think? Let us hear what they got to say. Okay. All right. I guess we'll let her hear what they got to say. All right. All right, nothing. Here's what I got to say for both of you. For Jesus forget. You know what? I know you two got to eat. And I know you two have to support your families. But wouldn't it be nice if I came to your show, Eric, and you were actually there? Well, Joe, you know, sometimes individuals get sick. And sometimes common sense has to take over. Uh, you would prefer to hear me like this than me coughing and gagging. And my, my co-host, you better get here because she all forced and carried on, right? Listen, <clears throat> I mean, P, you weren't but, around during the day. Eric used to show up every day. So every day there was yeah. a good conversation, all, you know, either about politics yeah, or yeah, relationships. Yeah. But then he has to go uh-huh. and support a family like a normal human being. I don't, something's happened to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't understand this. <laughs> How you guys now doing? Now that you have, now that you have that out of your and you just last week playing. Look, look, look. And he just last week playing with goats all week. He missed me now. Hey, he might go for it. They still miss you, Eric. You know that. You know. They go, bah, Eric. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good one though. Go ahead, Joe. What you got for me, man? You know I'll what? When that. you were talking, <laughs> when you were talking about how the guy, the FedEx driver, punched the guy, and there were going to be no charges, mm-hmm. I was saying finally, there's a way that we can take care of our own business without having the cops interfere. And then you went on to read that the other guy swung at him first, and I'm saying, ah, crap, because I think people yep. should be in. I think people should be entitled, not only when you're being called the N-word, but if, me, if you're being called F-U or anything else, right? And you're right. trying to, uh-huh. you know, I think, you I, not, I think you should knock the crap out of whoever 
curses you out without having to go to jail, without even having to go in front of a judge. But, you know, mm-hmm. you know, but there's, you know, I can understand, you know, keep down the violence in the society so that it doesn't get out of control. But when you've got somebody in your face, and I'm talking about women, too. If you've got somebody in your face and you're saying, could you please shut up? And they yeah, don't, uh-huh. I don't want to shut up. I, I, I want my size 13 right up their butt. And I don't want to have to explain to a judge, well, Mr. Joe, so did he threaten you? No. All he did was curse you out and embarrass you and humiliate you in front of 100 people at the club. But, nah, you shouldn't have hit him. That's when I want to jump over the over the bench and hit the judge. Because you can't let somebody just curse you out. You can't let somebody just get in front of your face. Exactly. You know? exactly. <sighs> so, and I'm you know I'm glad the guy isn't being charged. But if that if the guy the uh, the assailant hadn't swung at him first, I guarantee you, if the FedEx driver said, "Okay, I'm walking away," and then this guy followed him to the truck, still cursing at him, calling him the N word, and then he he swung around and hit him, that FedEx driver would be in jail today. Right. Right. You know, now and he you shouldn't be. Yeah, you got a point. That is that is true. You know, but you know, that that the other fact that the matter is, the other fact that the matter is that he pursued him for no reason, and and and, and that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Why are you following the man? Just you know, he's trying to do his job. Leave him alone. Let the man do his work. Go home with what he was trying to do. But you you impeded his progress. You know, so yeah. you don't you, you don't want to let him go on about his business, do his job. Yeah, um, I know, but I don't want these extraordinary circumstances. I just want somebody who's you know I don't care if he's drunk or she's drunk, um, and they start cursing you out or they start getting loud and rambunctious, and if they don't shut, just for the fact you don't shut up. If you say to somebody, please shut up, and they don't shut up, and they continue yeah. on, I want to be able to knock that mother out. I don't want to have to try to negotiate. I don't want to have to walk away and be on, you know, and be and take the high road. Because if you take the high road, the guy can come from behind or the girl can come from behind, take something out of her purse, exactly. take something out. You know, I'm stabbed. Exactly. I don't want this. You know, yeah, but at least it's, a, you know, kind of a start, good start, I guess. Eh. Yeah. Oh, well, by the way, oh, Oh, P, is that you in the um, in the picture? <laughs> is that you celebrating? In what picture? On Eric's page. I don't know. Well, there's a woman there who's got that looks like a bubbly and taking a selfie. That's not you, short hair. I don't know. I don't know. I have to look and see. Oh, okay. I don't really go on and things like that. He better not. He better not have a picture of me, and I'm not. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, I, and 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 I and, and I don't know anything about it. What's, what's going on with him? You can't do that. Where is he? Is he going to make a sandwich now? <laughs> <laughs> Probably ignoring us because we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, I hear yeah. nothing. So he is ignoring us. Yeah, he probably ignored us. He probably come back way, way to bit, way to bit. You know, yeah, right. Oh, also, on that's the, right. On Wait Eric's, a minute. 
Wait a minute. I told you. I told you it was going to happen like that. That's it. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You know what, right, Eric? I don't know. I think your take on the caravan was that it wasn't an invasion, yet you have on your page, you've got a bridge where you have thousands of these immigrants coming across the bridge invading the United States or going to invade the United States. Well, they're not invading. They're, they're running invading. away. Nah, they're invading. But see, but see, Joe, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Ah, man, see, here we go. All right. All right, let me, let me get here. Here we go. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. Now. I so like to stir it, up the pot. Yeah, uh-huh, you stirring it, too. So, yeah. it's not an invasion. It's, it's people running away from corruption, crime, uh, uh, you know, just looking for a better life. I understand that, Eric. Now, it's a bunch. It's, I understand. To look at it, you would think it's an invasion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I listen to uh, Lush Limbaugh. You, y'all know I listen to him quite often because 99, well, 95% of the time he's full of hot air. Uh, 5% he has, he mentioned something pretty decent. But I was listening to him earlier today. And, of course, over the weekend, there's reports that um, Border Patrol agent was shooting gas across the border because mm-hmm. some um, immigrants you know, uh, broke through a piece of, of the border that was just, you know, halfway there or what have you. Mm-hmm. And the way he explained it was, well, you know, it's a false flag. The Democrats uh, just want you to think that the Border Patrol are doing blah, 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 blah. And I'm looking like... Wait a minute. Why can't that be looked at the other way? If, if it's a false flag one way, why can't it be a false flag in in the other sense that the Republicans is using this as as more fuel to say, yeah, see, this is the reason why we need a wall. Now, my point is, you see how these people are being used as a political ploy on both sides of the to be used for both sides. Right. You, you see my point here? Yeah, well, I agree so, with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but. If, if you go to to the web, the show's website, okay, I have videos on there that it's you know where reporters are in the caravans themselves actually talking to the people, and uh-huh. the people are explaining why they're headed this way. Now, for for anyone to say, well, all of them are not criminals or what have you, it's just dumb. Okay, I'm gonna say that it's just dumb, because all those folk aren't good. We know this. We know this, but I, I can't believe that over half of them are criminals or MS-13 or whatever, you know, is being put out there now. So let's let's look at this in, in an objective way, all right? These people are, are running from danger, okay? They're coming, they're coming to a place that has advertised for years. You could come here, you know, granted, yes, you could come. Uh, they prefer, we prefer you come legally, but it, it has been going on. This has been going on for years, decades. Okay, this is nothing new. Now, why is it new now? Because we have an administration that is really uh, putting the onus on closing the borders, and now you have this big group of people right here. So the question is, what's going to happen to them? Now, the administration says, well. I tell you what, let's let's build tent city on the Mexican side of the border, 
and let's have them stay over there until their asylum hearings are held. Okay. Now the city of Tijuana, and here's 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 another piece that nobody's really uh, paying attention to. You know, all those troops that were sitting down on the Texas side of the border mm-hmm. before the midterm elections, mm-hmm. you know they're on their way home now, right? No, I didn't know that. No. They're on their way home. Yeah, okay. they're on their way home. You know why? Because the, it wasn't the quote-unquote invasion that was said. It was just a part of a political game. That's all it was. And most, most of the, where they're coming in now is on the San Diego side of the border. That's where a lot of those, that's where that caravan is at right now, the San mm-hmm. Diego side of the border. Now, yeah. Now here's here's the thing, and this is what I want people to realize, and that's why I say it's all an illusion. Both sides are gonna play it up to get what they want. They're trying to get what they want. Okay. In all honesty, none of them are trying to really help these people. None of them want to be. I mean, they're really not. It sounds good when they're on these talk shows on Sunday morning or when they go on CNN and make these great speeches or Fox News, whoever you listen to. It sounds great. But in all honesty, no one's trying to help those folks. These people are just trying to come over here for a better life. Uh, a better mm-hmm. life. We, okay. I mean, mm-hmm. you have, have 45. You have 45 going across the world talking about how great the economy is now and how many jobs we have. So where you think people gonna try and get to? Where there's jobs, where they can support themselves. Am I? I mean, doesn't that make sense? To a degree, sure. There are. I mean, and, okay. and what you had said before, if you're gonna have the United States advertise this nonsense, and I think having people come over here and allowing them to cross the border is nonsense, because there are legal ways. There have been people who've been waiting years to get inside this country and ha- can't get in because they haven't filled out their um, the time period yet. But, so for you know, yeah. so these people who are coming across the border are all of them bad. No, but most of them can't speak English. They can't well. get a decent job. They're occupying space in a country that can't afford to have them right now. They're taking jobs away from people, and the argument is where people say, "Well, other Americans don't want to do these jobs." Bull. In 1929, 1932, 19, up to 1939, didn't Americans go from state to state, dragging their families with them, looking for jobs? So. Well, okay, 1929. Mm-hmm. Now, you're talking about the Great Depression, mm-hmm. and you're talking about a whole different group of people, and a lot of them were immigrants. See, and that's another part of it nobody wants to talk A lot of them were immigrants that came over. I don't, yeah, but maybe so. I didn't know. I don't know what the percentage is of how many were immigrants, but there were people who were um, going from state to state, and the same kind of people today that are being pointed at and saying, "Well, you don't. You're not going to take these jobs." Well, if push comes to shove, you're going to take the job. You're going to take whatever is necessary to feed your family. Now, the, the people, the illegals who are coming over here. I don't understand why people just can't take a look at them and say, "There's ten thousand people. Where are they going to stay?" Where are they going oh, to? You know, yeah. Where are they going to eat? Where are they going to shower? Where are they going to, uh, you know, go to the bathroom? And you know, another thing, mm-hmm. you were talking, you were talking about videos. There are videos of Mexicans who are saying, "We don't want them here. They are yeah, invaders." Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I watched that earlier today as well. Yeah. So I mean, so, look. I mean, but mm-hmm. but is that that's not? You can't say they're wrong for that. 
<laughs> you know, so like why are we saying, wrong? You know, all these people here, all these people here, in, in, in all these people here in the stadium, they don't have enough uh, facilities to, to, to for them to use here. So where are they going to use use the bathroom at facilities at? See, they so, use on the streets. But Mexico has said, Mexico has said, you know, they weren't the city of Tijuana. I'm sorry, has said they weren't prepared for this that many people either. I don't know how how can any how how can any that's right. How can anyone be prepared? It is not our right. responsibility to take care of everybody in the world, even though the politicians keep claiming that it is. It's the politicians' fault. But common okay, sense I'm says, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Forty million, 40 million immigrants have gotten their green card since the 70s. Forty million have entered the United States. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they've had kids, and they brought over their families. So we've got right. a lot of immigrants here. Okay, who would become naturalized citizens. Why do we need illegals? We don't. We don't need legal well, or illegals. We, well, Eric, if we have well, 95 you know, million people out of work, we don't need one more person in the United States. Well, so let's, let's fix the immigration problem here. Mm-hmm. Let's fix it. You know, and, and I think that's, that's the main point that nobody's really, really uh, addressing. Let's fix it. They don't want to fix it. Oh, and, but, but see, and here's 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 mm-hmm. the other thing that 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 slides under the table. Okay, you got these folk coming in, and you say no, but these places like Syria, uh, Iraq, you know, you bring these folk over, giving them jobs, giving them homes, and setting them up for survive to survive. Why? Isn't it, I mean, if if it's not good for one group, why are you doing it for this group then? The Syrians and they're and Iraqis, about they're setting them yeah. up here? They're setting them up? Yes. Yes. You know, that's the they're worst bring, thing. They bring, they, they, uh. they bring them over. They bring them over. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they set them up in, they get them a job. They set them up in their homes, in houses, give them jobs, and, and give them money. Uh, you know yes. why? I'll so, tell you why. Okay. Because Mr. Smith is not being controlled by Congress, which has America, and we've talked about this for years, um, as their first priority. If you're going to have Syrians and Iraqis, Uh right? Syrians have been bombed out by the United States. Now, if you were in, let's say you're in Texas, if if there was a civil war, right, and the North Uh took your property, and now the civil war has ended, and now you uh-huh. and everybody else in the South um, who's been displaced now has to go to the North, right, to have to find some kind of shelter. Wouldn't you say, I'm here in my enemy's backyard. I think I'm going to burn down a few houses myself. Cause I don't yeah, think but, that's, that's, but that's not how everyone is going to be thinking, Joe. Yeah, everybody. everybody now, if that was me, I'd be out in Georgia Wells myself. If it was me, I'd be out in Josie Wells. <laughs> You'd be doing, okay, you'd be doing maybe, but what about the people, I'm telling you, if, imagine you're in Iraq or Syria, and you've got invaders, uh-huh. true invaders, called Americans, the British, and the French, and the UN, uh-huh. entering their home, their territory, and putting their nose into a war that's none of their business, killing Syrians, uh-huh. killing their mothers and fathers, uh-huh. and then shipping over to the country that's been killing them. I think the Syrians, if we, you know, I don't know how many, I 
under Obama, he let in a lot of Syrians. The Syrians are going to form the worst criminal gang you have ever seen in your life. Because when other people came over here from Italy, from Ireland, um, from England, they yeah. didn't hate the United States. All they, they, you know, they were madmen. You know, they were out of their minds. They wanted uh, violence and they wanted to control, like for example, the Black Hand from Italy and from Sicily. But they didn't have a grudge against the United States. These Syrians, these Iraqis, the first thing on their mind is to get back at the United States. When they form a gang, that gang is going to be so malicious. It's going to be so dangerous. You're not going to believe it. It's going to make the mafia, the Mexican mob, and the um, Colombians look like Boy Scouts. Uh, okay, Joe. You don't think so? Hmm. I don't think no. it's going to be as bad. As oh, you think. I don't they're think doing so. it now over in um, in England. They're doing it in Germany. The worst immigrants are from um, northern Africa and from Syria. But see, Joe, as he once again, mm-hmm. that has something that that's something that has been going on for decades and decades. Now, now being someone who's been in those countries, I can tell you, yeah, mm-hmm. you run into a whole lot of individuals from Africa. Right. Uh, mainly, Af- you know, Africans, you know, they all over. And right. that's where they come from. Uh, you know, Suppose, to, to take okay, it you and, fought and, them. And general, huh? You fought them. Now, if the people you fought, the Taliban, the Somalians, um, and if you were in Syria, they'd be fighting Syrians. But let's say they all of a sudden were given a free pass to come over to the United States. They're the ones who were shooting at you. They're now in the United States. They hate you. Okay, because you're an American, and they hate Americans because we're American. What do you think? Do you think they're going to say, "Well, thank God, I'm here in America"? You know, you, you know the interesting part about that, Joe. Mm-hmm. And yes, 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 yes. There are those out there that feel that way. Just like there are those here in this country that no matter what happens, you know, they still going to be ragheads, skinheads, uh, uh, jujus, uh, right, whatever absolutely. the, the sure. names are. You know, however. I spoke, I have, you know, I communicate with a lot of them, and a lot of, there was quite a few that didn't feel that way. So, you know, to generalize, it's the wrong idea, I think. Now, well, they don't have as to I be said, everybody. Before, as, as with these immigrants, yeah. it, it, would be, it would be ignorant to say, no, mm-hmm. all of them don't feel that way. No, I can't say that, because just out of human nature, yes, they're, they're there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They are mm-hmm. there. It, 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 you know, but my thing is, going back to uh, this caravan that we're mm-hmm. talking about right now, mm-hmm. let's fix it. Let's fix, sit down and actually fix this thing. You know, as I say, Mexico, the United States, all those countries that, 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 that those people came through, mm-hmm. all of them violated international law. I was just because about to say said, that. Once you yeah. come through that, yeah. Once you come through that, you're supposed to give those folks asylum. That's right. But what happens is, instead of doing that, they push them and push them and push them. Uh-huh. So now, where we're at as, 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 as a standstill. Now, 45 said, well, I just closed the border for good. That's not going to solve anything because they're still going to keep trying. And you can't stop all of them. You can't stop all of them. So what is the solution? Well, and number one, I'll, I'll give you a solution. Are failing everybody because nobody's trying to think of a solution. They just uh, want to fight each other about who's right and who's wrong. No, they've been. And, uh, they've if been you look at the whole thing; they're all wrong, huh? 
Well, I have a few congressmen that I agree with, only about two or three really, who have a solution. They say, if you're an immigrant, you do not get automatic welfare, food stamps, immigration help for just coming across the border. Americans have to wait a long time, get on trial periods, etc., in order to get those kind of benefits. Immigrants, illegals included, come over here and get the welfare. Now, they may be over here long term to get a job, but for the immediate term, they're here for welfare because where are they going to stay? Where's their uh, shelter? Where's their apartments? Where are their houses? None are provided for them except for the Syrians. I didn't know the. I didn't know that we actually set up Syrians in housing. Yeah. Jesus, what a yeah. stupid government! Not stupid. It's corrupt. Mm-hmm. I'm so hey, sick wanna, of us. Hey, 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 you want to know? You want one of the biggest states that had a lot of them? The state Ooh. of Texas. But they're uh, not going to tell you that. You know what? No offense, Eric. But I hope some, not the Syrians, not the Syrians, but I hope some other immigrants from other countries settle in your neighborhood. Not, they're not violent, but wait till you have immigrants in your neighborhood like I've got immigrants in mine. They, well, mm-hmm. well, Joe, uh, honestly, I, you know, I do. I do. And a lot of them run the stores around here now. I have. <laughs> right. What I'm my they stores, the Indians, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the Indians, uh, Pakistan, the Arabs, they I have Arabs. Yeah, well, they, they run the convenience stores. I yeah, mean, the, so the not Indians to say they're not here yeah. already. Yeah, and then not well, to mention the Koreans. You know, and, well, and a yeah, lot of the Koreans yeah, were brought over by the Vietnam vets when they married the, the drinking girls right. and brought them over. That's right. Yeah. But, but they assimilated, and they, uh, they opened up stores, and they were peaceful. I have Arabs who are, in my opinion— the best merchants, because I don't know why. I just get along with them, and they they give me they, huh? Go ahead. No, no, go they ahead. give me free stuff. About three or four different stores. I'll go in. I'll be there like two or three trips. You know, but, you know, I'll buy something, and they'll give me some some mm. free stuff for me to buy other stuff. And they're very friendly. Um, so I like Arab merchants better than American customer clerks. You ever go into like a Walmart or a Kmart? And you can't get anything done with the store clerk, you know. That's why people go to Amazon because you, you, you know, this, this, these American store clerks. Forget about the ones who are from India, um, but the mm. Americans, they don't know. You know, they act like the like the job is beneath them. Or a cashier at a supermarket. Some of these chicks, I just want to go. Hey, if you think you're too good for this job, you're not. <laughs> you know. Because they well, have an attitude of, well, all right, just swipe it. Okay, press the button. Here you go. Well, you know, that's, 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 that's the arrogance of the American people. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's what, I mean, that's how it has been raised. That's how they've been raised, they've been raised to be. You know, we're better than everyone else. Yes, I'm here, but, uh, you know, I, I really don't have to be here if I don't want to. Yeah, and that's and that okay. is something you get. You get a twenty twenty year old chick who is who may graduate from a two year college if she's lucky, and she's acting as though she's doing me a favor by punching um, the cash register and um, uh, and putting my food in my um, in my bags. And I'm looking mm-hmm. at you know you know and and I'm gonna I'm gonna make a sex differentiation. Most male um, cashiers at a supermarket. Put in a little bit more enthusiasm than women. They they'll say hi, how you doing? 
um, you know, they have a different attitude. They, I think their attitude is, I got a, I got a stupid day, I got a nine to five. Let me make the best of it, and they're just, they have a little bit more energy. But a female yeah. is like, oh God, this, I, if it weren't for this job, I would be um, in the White House oh. advising uh. Mr. Trump <laughs> on what he should do for foreign policy. <laughs> you know. Uh, well, well I'm, not, I'm not going down that road with you right now. Jay. Oh, you let would. Bring, You're this white knight let, of speaking. Oh, uh, shut yeah, up. Yeah. Let me bring Sister Goni in. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, well, hello, Sister Goni. How are you? It's been a well, while. Yeah. I'm doing great, long, Eric. Long time no hear. I heard that, Joe. Oh, God, I heard that. No, nah, no, I'm saying uh, long time no hearing, Goni. I thought you were going to be made for a second. You're busted, Joe. I already heard you. <laughs> no, how are you doing, too, Joe? Not bad. How about you? I'm okay. You know, I just wanted to, in, you know, this is such a complicated topic, and I've heard quite a few discussions, and one of the things that I see missing in the analysis is the fact that the United States has intervened in Honduras for the past century. Okay. And nobody seems to have any empathy about the the invasions and interventions all throughout Latin America, which is going on right now in Venezuela also. Yep. And that never seems to come up in the dialogue. And, I, you know, it's like we have been become such selfish, self-serving people. I mean, I see both sides of this situation. So I don't want to just, you know, come up on one side because I understand that other people suffer if there's not enough resources to go around for everybody. So I'm taking that into consideration. But I just, I don't, what do you think about that? I, I just, I don't even no, know how you're to. you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, look, uh, Eric um, and P and anybody else who's been coming to the show for years know about how Mr. Smith just feels like putting their foot in everybody else's soil, interfering with their mm-hmm. elections, interfering with their economy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have you noticed the map of where Honduras is? It's right on the other side of San Salvador, which in 1981, United States sent military down there. So you think that may have infect, uh, affected their economy and, and their way of life, just like it's happening in Venezuela and Colombia right now. They're about to go to war in, in uh, Venezuela and Colombia. Right now. Oh, so yeah. I, I just think it's important that, you know, I think when we complain about, I actually, in my view, for whatever it's worth, I look at this caravan as a humanitarian issue, not an immigration issue. What does well, somebody else think about it? You and Eric and probably P are on the same page. Me, they're invaders. Yes, we have something to do with them coming over here, but... With 95 million Americans, a lot of which have been naturalized immigrants themselves and sons and daughters of immigrants, of recent immigrants, don't we as Americans have the, have the right for the first bite of the apple for employment? Well, Joe, I would have to say, and I don't mean any harm, but it's just the truth. You're an invader, too. <laughs> so, you well, know, well, that's I mean, that. Oh, well, look, if you want to be I like mean, that. I'm I not trying to be. No, wait a minute. I yeah. don't mean that in a harsh no, way. I, know what I you really, mean. really don't. But I'm saying the truth of the matter is. I'm, I don't know how else to say it. I'm not trying to be funny, but I think that's what the problem is, is that a lot of 
of people that got here the same way these people are, are, are trying to get in here don't want to accept the fact of their history. And when they discuss things that come up now, they don't want to include the history of how they got here. And I think that would make a difference. And it might teach uh, some empathy for others because it's, it's not something that happened uh, 200 years ago. It's something that's continuing to go on around the world. And that's why all these things are happening. I mean, don't forget, half of California and Texas is Mexico. We, Absolutely. You can't get, Absolutely. It's just, but it's just, it's just real. And, and I think it's, very, it's a sensitive topic, and it's one that's very difficult to discuss because of emotions come up. And I'm not trying to point fingers. I'm just trying to be historically. I understand exactly what you're saying. Um, Because nobody here is a Native American. And we can always say the Native Americans, they're the only ones that have the right to this country. And then you can say that about every country in the world, because I don't think there's any country in the world that has its original inhabitants. Every country has been conquered by somebody at some time. And therefore, since you're in the group of the conquerors of this continent in your statement, blanket statement, that nobody here is of uh, Native ancestry is a little questionable. We can okay, talk about I mean, that, but that's off the subject. But, okay. you see, the, the, that, you know, the, the world, the, this has been going on for thousands of years. I, I was amazed mm-hmm. when I seen, a, uh, when I seen a, a, a great documentary about the history of Persia, which was Elam before that and how they were at war 5,000 years ago with the Syrians. And I just shook my head. I said, humanity is just crazy. We're just crazy. And the bottom line is, if we don't all learn how to just work to produce justice, mm-hmm. that this is going to continue to go on for, for probably ever. And so either we choose to do the right thing, regardless of the history, but we've got to tell the truth. That's what's wrong with America. We can't talk. We, we can't handle the truth with each other. It's so painful, well, in my um, view, in my opinion, no, no, for whatever I mean, it's worth. Even if we didn't, even, I don't care what the topic is, people will get, no, um, I'm going to, you know, you've been coming to the show for years. It doesn't matter what the topic is. People want to be right, and pe- people always go off the deep end just to be right anyway. It doesn't have to be about the caravan. It doesn't have to be about American <laughs> history. Just to be right. You know. True. Are you insinuating that I just want to be right on this issue? Uh, I'm, no, I'm going to say it outright. You, me, and everybody else, we all want to be right on every issue. No, you know what I want, Joe? I swear to you, I want to see my children, my grandchildren, and great-grandchildren live in a world where all of this crazy hate, fighting for jobs or whatever, it's, we're all being played. We're just pawns in the game. And we never look at where this is. This is so old and so ancient that it's amazing that we haven't woke up to the, to realize that we're the ones that get played off against each other. You know what I think would be the mm. solution, but it, but it actually would not be the I solution? I say that because, all the time. Because what you've just said is the absolute truth. We're all being played. We're being played, and we all know we're being played by the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, and the super-rich families. And the solution, quote-unquote, would be to kill off the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. But then the vacuum would be filled by more of the one-tenth of the one-percenters. I, I agree with that. There, there's a, a little 19-minute uh, video that's entitled The Rules for Rulers, and it illustrates that point you made very well. But I don't think we need to kill anybody. I think what we need to do is regain our humanity and learn how to work together. There's more of us than there are them. If we would stop 
doing their biddings, then they couldn't do the things that they keep doing. But you know why we don't? Why? Because the American people are stupid. And you know why I say that? Like I've been saying to you, if, if people keep voting Democrats and Republicans every two years, then what right. are, we're going to get what they're going to give us. Well, let me say this to you, Joe. Well, I can testify. That's right. That's true. And I can testify. I'm, this is not something I read in a book, okay? I was a part many years ago of a third party uh, called the National Black Independent Party. And we used to get harassed by police every time we tried to come together to have a meeting. There are several third parties that you hear of back, way back in the history that have come and gone. So the powers that be or shouldn't be are in, you know, they have so much control. In my view, voting is a waste of time, in my view. It's well, a waste well, of time. Here's, well, here's, here's my take on that, Sister Ngoni. And and I, I I understand what you're saying. And yes, you're right. There have been. I mean, we still have third and fourth parties now, and you know, in, in elections. And my theory is we need to get away from all that period, all that party crap. I agree with Eric. Yeah. With, we, we just need to get away from all of it. No, I'm saying we're saying the same thing. Then I I think we're saying the same thing. That's what I meant when I said voting is. Is a waste of time. As and what I mean to say is, as as it exists today, oh, okay. not yeah. saying that we shouldn't have rules or, you know what I'm saying. I, I think direct democracy would be great. Oh, we no. don't have that. No, 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 no. no. You cannot yeah. have the majority overwhelmingly taking. No, um, no, no. I said direct democracy. That doesn't mean the majority. Direct democracy, as I understand it, is when it's proportional and everybody's represented. Everyone has their needs represented, and then resources are distributed, you know, in a manner that addresses everyone's needs. That's what oh, I okay. call direct um, I have to look into that because I didn't know that's what it mm. meant. The party always... don't exist nowhere on the planet. Well, that's a good reason why I haven't heard of it. <laughs> you know, where you know, is that happening at? Well, it used to happen, as I understand it. I wasn't there, but it used to happen way back in the time when we were not yet into nation states, but were more living in a tribal uh, manner where the, the the kings and so forth and the queen mothers were, their job was to serve the people. And so they used to sit around the tree and have a consensus uh, way of, solving problems and making decisions about what should be done, and then it was the king and the queen mother's job to see that those things, after the, the tribe had decided what to do, uh, were carried out. See, that's where communalism was really uh, uh, communalism, and then, you know, you got your communism and your socialism, but those things were taken over by state powers. So that's why they don't work out, because there's still an oligarchy on top controlling everything. So the Bernie Sanders socialism is just a trick, you know. Oh, We're going to give you $15 and a raise for $15 some years down the road. Well, whoa, that's mighty well, nice. Yeah, but he think. doesn't talk about how to eliminate the Federal Reserve so that the economy can come back and stabilize itself and that a $15 raise could be afforded by the corporations and be um, spent by the consumer in a way that there is an environment where there's no inflation. He doesn't talk about that. He wants he to talk about Free education, free housing, free everything, but who's going to pay for it? But that's because that's a state 
top-down socialism right. idea. Yeah. And he can't talk about getting rid of the Federal Reserve because he don't want to catch a bullet like everybody else. <laughs> he got that about. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's oh, why yeah, Trump doesn't yeah, talk yeah. about it. He's no fool. <laughs> and that's why we have to talk about it, and we have to understand it, and we need to stop looking for them as our pretend representatives that we so-called, which I don't participate in that because I understand that that is just two, it's supposed to be two factions of the ruling class. It's supposed to be a nonviolent contest between factions of the ruling class uh, for who's going to control the power of the state. Well, we know it's not nonviolent. We got a list of names that get killed all the time mm-hmm. in, in, you know, involving themselves in those matters. So to me, that's why voting is a waste of time. It's, to me, if it meant anything, uh, they would have made it illegal a long time ago. Okay? Oh, I remember who said that. I, that's a, I remember who said that. Was that Dick I think Gregory it was a, it was a woman. I think it was a. a, a oh. uh, I can't think of her name. But anyway, I've said mm-hmm. enough. Thank you for taking my call. It's been a long time. Good to hear you guys. Oh, that's because Be- Eric doesn't show up anymore. You know that. What well, else? he has to take a break anyway. from the madness. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Angoni. Thank you. All right, come on, Pete. I know you've been sitting there patiently. Talk to us. Oh, you basically said everything. I mean, you know, we know that, that, I mean, look at this last election just went by. Look at all this recount and votes weren't valid. You know, these false allegations that um, 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 illegals were changing their clothes and going back in and voting again. Just the stupidity of it for nothing to change. You know, they're talking about, oh, the Dems are going to do this and that. They're going to do exactly what always has been done. Nothing is going to change. The same agenda that was there since Washington was instilled in office as the first president is the same agenda that they have today to make the rich richer and the hell with everybody else. Yeah, we're going to act like you got a voice. But really, you really don't have a voice. And as Sister Ngoni said, as they did with the Black Panthers, so too they did with the group that she was involved in. They are not going to allow you to rise to power to come against what they've established or the so-called establishment. You know, they're going to do everything they can possibly do to shut you down. When you try to get a foot in the door to, 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 even, to even get in a place to have a voice. Try buying one of their news channels and see what happened to you. Look at Bill Cosby. Hey, look at Michael. He was bragging about what he was going to do. Hey, he went to sleep and didn't wake up. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 Leslie, you know, everybody want to holler conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories, but the facts speak for themselves. It's time, you know, people decide to stop walking in fear of death and, 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 and really you know, get to the point where, hey, if it's worth it, I'm going to die for it, you know, regardless. And, and and stop all this dissension within the ranks because fear has gripped your heart and you think that, oh, I'm not going to be able to live. As long as you have that same concept, you're going to always adhere and kowtow to the rules that have been set in place now. And you can say, oh, you, you're always going to acquiesce to them. You're going to say, oh, I don't agree with them, but if you don't fight for it, you know, your silence is your agreement. You know what? And to dovetail from what you're saying, that seems to point the finger at my, well, my party, the Libertarian Party. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't paid dues in years because I don't 
you know, because to me, the Libertarian Party has has to have been taken over by people who infiltrated it and to make sure it doesn't grow. Exactly. Exactly. You know, because yeah. that's their responsibility is to spread the word in such a way that people will wake up and say, you know what, we don't need the Democrats, we don't need the Republicans, we don't need people with D's after the names, R's after the names. Let's just vote for honest people. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done it. Are there any? Yeah, that's the thing. Well, I, I, are there, you know what? I, I, are, I really there, are there any? Are there any that's gonna stay honest after they get in office, and 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 and, and not be influenced by those that are already there? You're bringing up. Are, are not be pressured to, <laughs> to, to change their stance. But see, you're bringing up such a good point. That's one of the reasons why I still like the Libertarian Party. It's because, now I'm going back about eight years because I haven't been up to date with them, but when there were 700 elected Libertarians in the country at various elected offices, governors, state senators, etc., there was not one sex scandal or one financial scandal amongst those 700. So I have limited faith in them in case we ever got, uh, if we ever had more than... 30, 40 seats in, uh, in in the Senate or the House, uh-huh. he might make a change, but who knows? I mean, the corridors of power, people do acquiesce. They yeah. do capitulate. They and, and, that's, and that's the only problem. Even if there are so-called, quote-unquote, honest individuals elected, mm-hmm. you know, being newcomers, they got the, they got the kowtow to the, to, to the head honchos already there that's been there for 40, 50 years. Because why? Nothing's going to be done. Because the bills they, won't they get, get the committee, right? Yeah. Exactly. Right. You know, Can I give my little take on got, the... You, you got I'm sorry, Go ahead, I just wanted to give my little rendition on what I... Because I have the highest respect for Dr. Ron Paul. And I spent a lot of time examining what the libertarians were saying and what they were about. And one of the things that I came to the conclusion, which could be right or wrong, uh, is that... They want to do the right thing in many cases, like, for instance, Dr. Paul used to talk about prison reform and so forth and so on. But see, what they don't do, they only go so far uh, and, you know, with their suggestions. In other words, they want to maintain the status quo. So it's, it's, in my, you know, my understanding is, like, for instance, he would say they, the people should just be let out of prison. Okay, well, then what's going to happen? They're, you know, they're going to come back to who, and they don't have skills, they don't have jobs. Or so so they go only so far to correct certain wrongs. Oh, let me, okay, I'm glad you brought up the, the last sentence, because Ron Paul, um, I didn't know he was all about letting everybody out. He wanted to let the non-defenders, especially those. No, that's those what who, I meant. I'm sorry. I, yes, I didn't mean to give the wrong impression. Yes, I said all the pre- yeah, yeah the most of them up. in there have yeah. most of them in there, Joe, don't have uh they're there for petty, you know, things for, but they've been yeah, given decades of time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah marijuana. So, yeah. Yeah, see. So so he's you're gonna let them out of prison, you've re- destroyed their life, they've been in prison five, ten years, they don't have any skills, they've been brutalized and abused, and now you're just gonna let them out and to do what? Well it's better than right. Yeah, right. but it's still better than keeping them caged up for a crime. No, I'm not. I, I'm yeah. not saying that it, it well, wasn't 
I'm trying to make the point that libertarianism yeah. Yeah. seems to only go so far and then, okay, in their aim to do the, uh, good, yeah, okay. but they want to maintain the status quo because the problem is the system, like y'all were just saying, is systemic. And until we look at and address the real problem, which is capitalism, I know I'm going to get cussed out. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, which is capitalism, <laughs> because capitalism is a tool of imperialism, which operates globally. So if that system stays in place, there's not going to be peace on the earth. I'm done. Well, I agree okay. with you. Okay, I agree no, go ahead and get your piece in real quick. Jim. Oh, okay. I agree with I agree with him going to a certain degree that capitalism can be bastardized to have crony capitalism, to have fascism, which we'll grow into. But I don't think socialism, or communism, or any of the other isms is going to be any better. I think it's going to be far worse because now nobody even has a shot at trying to get somebody to be elected, to be a manager or to be a boss. The bosses are going to be pre-selected by whomever, and nobody has a shot at anything at um, uh, directing their particular lives. Because socialism can, hasn't worked in any country. Can, can, I, can I just have just a sh- quick shot? You're right, Joe. It hasn't worked in any country because, as I said previously, because mm-hmm. it has been state-run. Remember? It's, yeah, it's right. from the top down. So I right. agree with you, and I'm not saying that capitalism that we have today is what they profess to be true capitalism, but we've never really had true capitalism because my ancestors was the first commodity that created, that's what primitive accumulation is, stealing resources and invading other people's land. That's what gave birth to capitalism. So I know we can't discuss it. It's a deep topic, and I'm done. Thanks, Eric. But please take that in consideration. That's what gave birth to capitalism is the attack on Asia and Africa. That's, and our ancestors were the first commodity sold. Well, so that I, has to well, go. That, that has to stop. That has well, to go. That's true. That's very true. But socialism, communism, or any other ism, I don't think would be any. I don't think. But why do you keep? Why do you keep saying that? I'm not. I'm, a, I'm not proposing that, that. That's the answer. Oh, you just want I'm to just make sure pointing out what's wrong. I'm not proposing yeah. that state-run socialism. Anything that the state runs is going to be corrupt. That's it. Well, let me, okay, and let me address why, because you were saying, well, we, ha- we have to well, get together. The reason why we don't is because we're all brainwashed Americans. We're all in the educational system, which has been teaching us, put your hand over your heart and, and obey whatever the, um, the state tells us. And until people can actually get away from that and realize that corruption is not just backroom deals, but corruption is selling everybody down the river, for the, not just the lobbyists, but for the globalists, then we'll do something. Mm. Otherwise, we're just going to keep voting Democrat and Republican. I'm not going to. No, yeah, well, I have never. I have since the '80s. Are you crazy? But uh, you know, um, you know. But about other people, it's amazing. You know, they'll say we all have to do something, and I say, well, who did you vote for? Well, I voted for uh, blah blah blah. Well, isn't he a Democrat? Yeah. Well, isn't he Republican? Well, how can you expect change if if you keep putting the same people back in charge? Right. Exactly. All right. Great, great stuff, y'all. Great stuff. Yeah, that's but why you should show up more here. often, Mr. Talk. Sorry. Oh, shut up. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> See, that's why you like them Arabs, because so, you let them come in there and play with your sheep. Now, oh, yeah, well, but, oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I got camels. Before we get out of here, 
People want to make sure we talk about this topic right here. Now, I'm not going to leave today without talking about it. Um, shooting of the security guards. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Jamel Robinson. Uh, yeah, go ahead, P. Take the lead. Go for it. We want to tell you to talk about stuff I'm not ready to talk about. You know what? Oh, you, now you're you not have... ready. That's all right. I got it. I got I'm it. Talking... All right. I'm talking about huh? I'm talking about trying to talk about this for eight years, and now you want to catch me off guard. Well. Okay, folks, here we have. Well, I'll tell you what. You know what? We'll talk about this. be the first thing we talk about Friday, then. How about that? Uh, If you show up, I'm going to keep hammering that because you you never show up anymore. Well, Joe, you know, when when, when I'm trying to get my finances right sometimes, I have to do what I have to do. Well, you know, I'm only kidding because I know you have to. You know that because I know you got to work. You got to support the family. You got married a couple of years ago. Sure, of course I know that. Sure, Joe. Sure. <laughs> you anyway. guys should have been around during the day. Oh my God. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, let's keep it keep it rolling here. Um, here's something that was interesting. Um, earlier, and since we own Mr. Smith and his crew. 45 decided that he wanted to, he wanted to, he wants to do something about the deficit now. He wants to cut some money out of the deficit. But he has given um, 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 directives to his his cronies that the military can't be touched and a couple of other things. But, of course, you know what he wanted to take the money out of first thing, Medicare and Social Security, and uh, which is just, you know, everything and is everything. Mm. But the, the, the deficit has swollen, what, 12 to, but more than that, over well, the last trillion. 12 months. Yeah, yeah more than that. you know, so now all of a sudden he's worried about the deficit. However, you know, he still wants the $5 billion for his border wall. And he has been told by his Republican um, clientele in the Senate and the House that uh, the 1.6 that he got this year probably is the best he's going to get. Now, which means he's threatening to do what on December the seventh? Partially shut down the government again. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll see how that how that goes. You know, I, you know, we talked about the budget deficit last last week. You know, they they all go and say the same thing, and the same thing happened while they office. It gets larger and larger. Of course, one of his one of his um, so-called um, former cabinet members said what he told the guy one time was just keep keep printing the paper. Just keep printing the paper. I.e. the money. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they, yeah. they haven't heard said that lately. So we keep our eye on that. All right. Well, Eric. Yes, sister going. I know that would get you. Go ahead. Yeah, because <laughs> because they can't balance the budget and I'm sure we all here know that that's just political rhetoric that they do every every okay. so often with a new president. They can't balance the budget because if they balance the budget this whole thing would collapse they don't print enough uh, Federal Reserve notes to pay for the deficit if this is a debt exactly. system this is so yeah. why when they talk about balancing the budget that's just to keep the people I guess mesmerized with more fairy tales yeah, I guess well, you know that's what I guess that's why he told them to keep printing the money. Keep printing the paper. Yeah, the one one real solution, which the president has no power over, would be not Mm -hmm. to audit the Federal Reserve, but to eliminate it altogether. 
and, and to yeah. issue and to issue the money from the Treasury, from which the they treasury. have the authority to do. That's right. But they're not going to do it because that would collapse the whole system. And now it's international, so they can't do it. Mm-hmm. Well, right. yeah, every, every country has a central bank, and any bank in any country that doesn't have a central bank gets invaded by the United States, like Libya exactly. and um, North, Korea. North Korea. Yeah, um, I was going to say, that's why I'm trying to go after North Korea and Iran right now. And Iran, um, yeah. And as far as the uh, uh, Social Security, uh, last time I heard, uh, there ain't nothing but IOUs left in there from Slick Willie. Okay? There ain't no money in there anyway. They just... Yeah, that's what's called an unfunded liability. In other exactly. words, it's an, it's an entitlement, but the money uh, that... Entitlements usually should have some money in the, um, in the Treasury to be allotted for that particular entitlement. Social Security is an unfunded... In other words... It's going to be funded by future payments. There's no money in there now to pay for the present payments. I'm going to help you a lot, Joe. If you would just listen to me, this will help you a lot. Instead Uh of saying money, there's no such thing as money. You may say, Uh well, there isn't, okay? Uh, They, they, yeah, when they, um, now most of it is digital, okay? Uh, so and it never was really money. It's you know. So when we we talk about there's no money in there, I mean it literally. Well, yeah. I mean it has become digital for for about decades now, I think. And there's and there's yeah. a rep, and there's the um, isn't there um, a rumor that's been going around for decades also? There's no gold in Fort Knox. Right. But the concept, what what I'm really trying to speak to, and I'm muffling my attempt to do so, is I'm trying to speak to the concept of money. I think that keeps us a lot of times tied up in their uh, political rhetoric that they give us to scare us to death. And when they bring up Social Security, they have old folks, you know, shaking in their boots. (laughs) You know, but -hmm. when you understand that there is no money and there hasn't been any money since the, this is the third Federal Reserve Bank, not the first one. So I mean, they're just playing with our minds. Of course they are. And when if they, if they want to take this system down, they'll do it. And and, and I, know I think they are in the process of. I think that's what Green. Uh, what was his name? Bernanke meant when he said uh, easing. What do he call it? Something oh, easing. Qualitative easing. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they were talking yeah. about. We'll take the system down slowly. We we won't let it hit. You know. Yeah. And I know when uh-huh. they'll take it down to. Um, oh, and before I get on that, when it comes to the, to the deficit, has anybody heard? I just read this last week. The Pentagon has like a super secret um, allotment slush fund that equals the total yeah. deficit. In other words, something like twelve or yeah. twenty-one trillion. I forget. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because of the secret space program. Yeah. That's where all that money's going from. You know, all the Pentagon. Yeah, you know all those programs that we see on TV, where you know uh, they don't call them science fiction; they call them drama fiction, uh, political fiction, like uh, House of Cards or the other ones. And you say, "Oh, Scandal," which is one of my favorites. When you take a look at the behind the scenes of of the government, what mm-hmm. what you read, what you see on TV, is happening in real life. All that right. not all that stuff that people say could never happen. You gotta be kidding! All that intrigue—it's right. every day. Even even back in the '80s when Eddie Murphy did um '80s '80s and the '90s when Eddie Murphy did the Distinguished Gentleman about what goes yep. on in Congress. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Same thing. 
But people, you know, oh, that's good comedy. They just don't know. It's really going on. It's the stuff that really happens. Yeah. But, hey, it's about time to get up out of here, people. Okay. So conversation is great. But, you know, y'all know me. I got the last first in. So go ahead, Sister Gordy. Give me some last thoughts. Well, the only thing I want to do is greet properly. I didn't even do that. And thank you for taking my call. It was good talking to all of you all and have a great evening. All right. All right. Oh, Joe. All right. Thank you, Sister Goni. It was nice hearing from you as well. Talk to you in December when Eric comes back. I I, I was just telling Goni, I'll I'll tell everybody else. I'll I'll, I'll talk to you, Eric and P, and I'm going everybody else in about December 15th when you come back on the air. Can two walk together except they agree? In other words, 
Don't get caught up in the hype. Too many times we allow outside influence to move us in a direction that is contrary to who we are. Be that person who is strong enough to stand on the principles, morals, and values that you believe in, even if you must stand alone. Don't allow society, the media, media, your peers, family, anything or anyone dictate pace for you. If you are happy being you, then don't be moved by an illusion of the truth only to find out later that it was just a whitewashed lie all the time, wrapped up looking pretty just to put you on a course in which you were never intended to be. And at the end of the day, leave you with an identity crisis wondering what in the hell happened to your happiness. Don't do it. Be true to who you are. All righty then. Well, thank you, ma'am. That was deep. That was deep, deep, deep. And, of course, you'll find that on the, the show's webpage here in about uh, two hours or so, in case you didn't catch it all. And, of course, go, go to the show webpage, ericletstalk.com. Uh, we have a video about the island of Sentinels, about the tribe that's out there, been there forever by themselves and kill anybody come close. <laughs> yeah. Um and a couple other videos that's pretty informative for those that might want to check it out. All right, but that's going to do it for us. Thank you, Rouse. Uh, that's going to do it for us. We're going to get on up out of here. One thing I want to thank Joe, Sister Ngoni, all my other callers that did, you know, that's just listening, uh, the guests in the chat room. Thank you all for hanging out with us today. We will be back here Friday at 2 p.m. Central, 3 Central Pacific, one mountain time. That's Joe time, y'all. He up in the mountains with them goats. But anyway, until Friday, y'all have a great one, man. We're going to take y'all out of here with my nephew. Y'all know I love my nephew and his music. So he is Mr. Jameson Ross with Call Me, and we see y'all back here Friday. Y'all have a good one. Good week, man. We out. I that feeling when she calls me.
connection, a spiritual place, oh, spiritual place. You are the only one who can call me this way. I get that feeling when she calls me. 